Hi, and welcome to History with Jackson. This week in our Dictator series, we're on episode two, and we're looking at Stalin. In today's episode, we will look at how Stalin and his regime fulfilled the six criteria, six characteristics that we looked at last week. So, let's get into it. So, characteristic one that we looked at last week was an official state ideology that was backed up by a body of doctrine. The official state ideology of Stalin's USSR was Marxist-Leninism, and it was supported uh, in a doctrinal body of work by the Communist Manifesto, Stalin's Foundations of Leninism, and his other paper, The Problems of Leninism. Marxist-Leninism was the coming together of Marxism and Marxist theory and Lenin's theory of execution of that said theory. Characteristic number two was a single mass party of around 10% of the nation's population who also were feverishly devoted to the party and leader. This party in the Soviet Union at this time was the CPSU, or the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. It had just over 7 million members in a population of 111 million in 1956, just after the death of Stalin. This feverish devotion to Stalin was demonstrated by his Foundations of Leninism book, or series of papers from his lectures, selling over 16 million copies in the early 1930s. Number three is a system of terror executed in a physical or a psychological way. These system of terror were undertaken by the secret police under the command of Stalin's head of secret police, Yagoda Yezov, and later Beria. These uh, system of terrors were demonstrated under numerous purges, the Great Terror, uh, gulags, internment camps and extra judicial killings, and show trials. It was estimated that over 20 million people died in the system of terror. Characteristic number four was the monopoly on communications. Under Stalin, this included the interception of written communications, the disseminating of information from a state-controlled newspaper, Pravda, and the limiting of... Uh, new technologies such as telephones to the elite, to the trusted members of Stalin's government. And this also included the policy of self-criticism, where members of the public actively um, reported members that they were close to or other members of the public for suspicious anti-Soviet activities or communications. Characteristic number five was the state monopoly on arms. In 1918, the Bolshevik government outlawed the possession of weapons. This policy was continued under Stalin and the concentration of weapons was further increased so that only the army, the secret police and certain other members held these guns. And number six is economic centralisation. This included mass nationalisation of key industry and infrastructure or nationalising the means of production and the collective ownership or collectivization of agriculture. State planning and directing 
of the economy was also included in this. So this led to five-year plans where the government set out goals and priority areas within the economy. So I hope this has given you a good idea of what Stalin's regime was like. You know, these six characteristics really show the brutality of Stalin's regime, but also the drive towards industrialization which Stalin was able to achieve. After Stalin's death, the Soviet Union went on a period of de-Stalinization, which was the removal of the cult of personality and the rolling back of terror. So as always, I'd like to recommend some books which help me with my research here. I've used them a lot for several essays for about four or five years now. So firstly, I'd like to recommend The Dictators, Hitler's Germany and Stalin's Russia by Richard Overy. This is a great book. It's a comparative book uh, which compares Hitler's regime and Stalin's regime. They are two great dictators in terms of history, very brutal regimes, and the comparison touches on many areas. So I definitely recommend that. Secondly, if you're interested in learning more about the terror, the Azov China, and the brutality of Stalin's regime, uh, have a look at The Great Terror, Stalin's Purges or Purge of the 30s by Robert Conquest. It's a really good book. It really outlines all the areas of terror which Stalin created and went went really wait for, so dekulakization and stuff like that. It's really quite interesting. One thing to be wary of that is Conquest's figures are often overestimated. But, yeah, really good book, really good history book. If you want to look more into the figures... Um, there's some work by Stephen Wheatcroft, which I really recommend. And finally, if you're just looking for an easy narrative read on Stalin, I'd recommend Stalin, The, Car uh, the Court of the Red Tsar by Simon Sebag Montefiore. It's a really easy, quite nice read, actually. Uh, Simon Sebag Montefiore has done several narrative histories, which are really nice, really easy to read as well. So i leave you those three. The link to all three of them will be in the description on my website, which is www.historyofjackson.co.uk. Um, I look forward to next week and having you join me for the second episode or third episode of this series, which will be on Hitler. <laughs>